Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Because of this, we faced some pretty tough times in recent years. A pandemic that took more than a million of our friends and neighbors, a million fewer people sitting at our dining room or kitchen tables, people we raised and loved, people we grew up with, gone. The worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. It wasn't that long ago that 20 million Americans were out of work. But the American people didn't give up. They never give up. They've never given up. And today we have the strongest economy in the world, the lowest inflation rate among the major economies, 13.5 million new jobs. You heard me say it before, and I'm going to keep saying it. My dad said a job's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. I wonder if Joe Biden thinks about our dignity or has any respect for the people he's talking to when he engages conversations like this. We have the job numbers out, and unemployment is up to 3.8%. 170,000 jobs was the estimate. 187,000 jobs were created. The question is, what does it actually mean when you have unemployment up, when you have more jobs, but you hear about overall job uh, creation or overall job openings and those are down? What to make of it? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Dr. Matt Will joins us, economist at the University of Indianapolis. We've talked a lot about China and that um, uh, global effect on us because there is one. Uh, the president, always a big fan of saying that we've got better inflation uh, rates, uh, better economy than the rest of, of the developed world. Of course, uh, you have Europe in a recession. These numbers... Is this what Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, has been going for? Has, is this the dream scenario where you have more jobs than you thought you were going to have? You have a higher unemployment rate, though, and this all leads to cooling, or does nobody actually understand what these numbers mean? Tony, I, I got I to gotta start by saying you got to love when Biden says we're not as bad as the rest of the world. That's I love true. that. I adore it in every way. We're not Germany. Uh, trust me, I've said thank you for that many, many times, but I already know that. What do the numbers say to you? Well, first of all, 187 new jobs, 187,000. Last year's average, Tony, was 400,000 per month. So we're at less than half of the job creation we were at last year. We are coming out of the pandemic. We're 6 million jobs short, Tony, 6 million if you look at the pre-pandemic trend of where we should be. We are not at record levels. He is wrong to say that. We've added 13 million jobs. But, Tony, we laid off 15 million people. 
That's what happens when you lay off a bunch of millions of people and then you hire them back. So that's just, to claim credit for something is that's false. That is simply absurd to make those statements. And we see some desperation in the market. We saw the JOLTS report that came out a couple of days ago, which is consistent with what we just saw. The participation rate went up, Tony, from for, or dropped, I should say, well, no, went up from 62.6 to 62.8. This is the first time in, in a number of years where we had more people entering the workforce. That's a good thing, Tony. We want people to be in the workforce, but they're getting into the workforce because they're desperate. That's what we saw in the JOLTS report a couple of days ago. So they're back in the workforce because they have to be back in the workforce. You use the term desperate. It's really about not being able to survive. Here is how Joe Biden, the president of the United States, put it today. Office predicted that it would not get below 4% until the end of 2025. Now, unemployment and the unemployment rate has been below 14% for the last 19 months. The longest stretch in over 50 years. I'm assuming he meant below 4% over the last 19 months. I'm going <laughs> to assume, 14. sir, not being an expert at these things, but after, you know, you do this show a couple of years, you get pretty good at Biden speak. You, you get pretty good at it. This is, again, the, this, this crowing from President Biden. Unemployment has been below 4% for the last 19 months, the longest stretch in over 50 years. Let's assume he meant 4% over 19 months. Is this an actual data point? And is this something that we should be thrilled with? Tony, he's still delusional. He's living still off of the Trump and the pandemic economy. He can't claim credit. I don't understand why the broader media doesn't call him out on this. He's taking credit for a pandemic recovery. We threw ourselves in the toilet. Now we're digging ourselves out and he's taking credit for digging ourselves out. That's not how it works, Tony. If I go, if I go and put on 50 pounds by overeating and then I've dropped 30, do I tell the world, Hey, i lost 30 pounds. Well, yeah. After I dug myself in the hole with plus 50. So he, he can't take credit for this. It's just false. You look at Germany, GDP dropping. You look at Australia, consumer confidence down. Tony, our consumer confidence was the biggest decline in two years. This week, the biggest decline in two years. And the six-month outlook for consumer confidence is very low. We haven't seen it this low in many years. So the consumer is not on the same rosy page as the president. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis, Dr. Matt Will, W-I-L-L, Dr. Matt Will, on uh, the Twitter Xbox right there. I talk about consumer confidence often and the idea of where does America think uh, that that we're going. But I want to take a look at, at these jobs and understand why unemployment went up, right? It's at 3.8%. It went up. But when you take a look at the August jobs one month net change, uh, this coming from the Bureau of Labor Statistics via CNBC, the biggest growth was in healthcare and social assistance, 97,000 jobs. Leisure and hospitality was only 40,000 jobs, less than a half. The retail trade was only 6,300. But let's get into the big two. Information dropped 15,000 jobs. Transportation and warehousing dropped 34,000 jobs. 
Retail's up 6,000. Transportation and warehousing down 34,000. Just like we've seen from Macy's and from Dick's Sporting Goods and others, Target, nobody's predicting a very Merry Christmas season. Well, ask yourself, Tony, where do you want jobs to go up? Do you want it to be in social welfare? Do you want it to be in government assistance? Or would you rather it be in transportation and hotels and retail and motor vehicles? The jobs are going up in the wrong place, Tony. They're going up in the places that says, uh-oh, people need help. Johnny, last month, the quits report, we talked about that frequently, was down. Less people are quitting their jobs because there's not better jobs out there. The openings have dropped a few, a few hundred thousand dollars or a few hundred thousand jobs. So fewer people are, are openings. More people are keeping their job rather than quitting their job. Uh, Tony, the, 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 when you dig below the surface, the news is not as good as the president wants you to say. And everyone knows it. Everyone's not, you know, people, some people are still surviving paycheck to paycheck. Yet he paints this picture that's out of touch with reality. Now, just as a, a matter of proving that point, uh, health care and social assistance up 97000 Manufacturing up sixteen thousand, wholesale trade up forty seven hundred. Those are, are are the numbers. So now it comes to the question about strengthening the economy, which goes back to this unemployment number. Very often, the unemployment number is this very very deceiving number because you're not looking at um, labor force participation rates. Who's actually in the labor force? And if more people are in the labor force, that number goes up. If the people have dropped out. Of, of looking, that number goes down. So when I see it go up to 3.8%, it would signal to me that more people started to look for a job, that even though they're more, they had more jobs than was, was predicted, more people are still looking for a job. There aren't as many jobs out there. So that should not be an indicator that makes Wall Street or anybody else feel good about this economy. Am I off base? No, Tony, you, you said it. I, I couldn't say it much better than you did. That, that is exactly correct. More people are looking for jobs, which is why the unemployment rate went up. More people are entering the workforce. More people need jobs. But, Tony, you said better than expected. Yeah, 187 is better than 170. That's true. But last year's average was 400,000 jobs per month coming out of the pandemic. This is way too low, Tony. We cannot be creating 187. We should be creating 400,000 jobs per month. Now, let me uh, share this with you. This is uh, Rick Santilli over at at, at CNBC. Uh, Give this a quick listen. The last two months are seeing a revision of three digits, minus 110,000. And we know that there has been benchmark revisions. He's talking about 110,000 jobs. We hear this a lot. These numbers come out, and then a month later, six weeks later, there's some level of revision of the numbers as they get in a little more data, they crunch a couple more numbers, and these things revise down. They're constantly, constantly revising down. As, As an economist, is this standard operating procedure or is this trying to pull a fast one on the American people to make people think that it's better than it is? Because as you're pointing out, as, as you brought it up twice now, sure, 187 is better than 170, but we had 400,000 jobs being created last year. You know, Rick stole my thunder. I'm a big fan of Rick. I, I like his analysis, and I would encourage people to listen to him. 
And I had that on my to-do list with you right now, Tony, was the June and July numbers combined were down 110,000. We've seen this time and time again that this administration is gaming the numbers in the initial announcement because no one pays attention to revisions. They should because they keep revising down. You have, There's a laundry list of down revisions that have occurred in the last year. So w- when you see the revision, what is that saying to you? Is, is, is it a, a miscalculation? Is it a purposeful miscalculation? And if so, where is it occurring? And how is it that uh, whether it be the Fox Business people, the CNBC people, uh, the Bloomberg people, et cetera, right, take it from the media side, how have they not raised holy hell and told their audience, yeah, this is the number, but don't believe it because you know it's going to get revised down in six weeks? Well, Tony, I'll tell you, all three of those groups do report that. Um, Bloomberg, not as much because Bloomberg, of course, is is a rather pro-Biden network. But CNBC, which I consider very neutral, reports this all the time. They're constantly saying, you know what, this is probably going to be revised down. We've seen it a lot. That's why I say follow Rick. But I like to look at this, this report, Tony, that, come, that came out today. You hear me talk about it every month, the Institute for Supply Management. The 10th month in a row now, we've had a contraction in the manufacturing industry. 10 months in a row, new orders continue to shrink. Inventories continue to shrink. Supplier deliveries continue to shrink. Tony, this is, this is not good news, and it's reflected in what you see in the JOLTS report and today's jobs report. We're now going to be in a new norm of lower job growth and more people needing and seeking employment. One of the things that we discuss, you and I, is that, and we, and we both see it, I actually feel good about this one, not being an economist, but understanding this, uh, that if you told 10 million people they can't go to work because of COVID, and now 9,500,000 people went back to work. You didn't create 9,500,000 jobs. <laughs> You're still 500,000 jobs less than you were before. Why hasn't yeah. that number caught up? There, there's, there have been a, a host of reasons you brought up, but as you look at it today, for, for people who may have never heard this the first time, if we have not caught up to the number of jobs we had pre-pandemic... Why is that the case? And go back to what the Fed is trying to do and cool down the economy. Isn't this what they wanted? Well, I don't know what they wanted, Tony. But by the way, the number is 6 million, not half a million. We are 6 million short from the number that we forced out of jobs pre-pandemic. But you asked why they're not coming back. There's a, that's a long discussion. But the brief list is... Uh, First of all, the benefits that some people get to not work is still there. So that's still there. The government gave you so much money during the pandemic that some people are still living off of that money, although we see a reverse in that trend with the participation rate this month. Um, There's the the, um, daycare situation. There are parents who would like to go back to work, but the daycare industry is not recovered yet, so they have problems with finding people to watch their children. So there's a long list of reasons, Tony, why people aren't going to work, but the data shows they're not going back to work to the tune of 6 million people. And you don't see that turning around, and it's compounded by the fact that there's a level of business contraction. Uh, You're not expanding because you don't have the capital. You can't get access to the capital without costing an arm and a leg. Um, And and there's just, as you talk about consumer confidence, nobody thinks the future looks good. 
I mean, you listen to the Biden people. They think things are super, super rosy. You're an economist. Are things super rosy to you as you look forward? Well, Tony, let's not take my opinion. Let's just look at the six-month outlook for consumer confidence. It dropped to 80. 100 is the neutral position. People in this country believe six months out that there is going to be a 20% worse economy than it is today. That is a very pessimistic outlook. You don't need my opinion. You just look at the data. And as far as this whole you know, workforce thing, Tony, more, the $6 million, we're, that's going to get larger because people are entering the workforce. They need more jobs now. And the jobs, so while people need more jobs and they're entering the workforce, right. the number of jobs is shrinking. Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Dr. Matt Will on Twitter X. I appreciate you. More is coming up. I'm Tony Katz.